So here on Friends Do Stuff, we like to open with uh, a bunch of comedy jokes, but this time we were a little little stretched for pulling on the comedy brain, and so I looked up some tennis jokes. Are you ready for this, are you? I'm ready. What do you call a shitty tennis player? A deuce. Got it. Uh-huh. Okay. I think I made that joke inadvertently while we were playing. I mean, you probably did. I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, why is it not good to play tennis in a court? I don't know. Because you might get arrested. Boom. Boo. Wordplay. <laughs> Boo. And I was my afraid. Favorite. I was afraid it was going to be that. <laughs> you were afraid and it happened. Why should you never fall in love with a tennis player? I don't know. Because to them, love means nothing. Oh, like 15 love. Yes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Friends Do Stuff podcast. My name is Marcus, and I'm your good, good friend. And my name is Arya, and I'm your tennis-playing friend. Your tennis-playing friend. And if you couldn't have guessed, we played tennis. It was fun. It was very fun. And we'll get into it. Uh, so, for those of you who don't really know what tennis is, one, really? Two, How? come on. How? <laughs> uh, you know... Racket sport, tennis ball, tennis rackets, you stand in a court with a net in the middle and you hit the ball back and forth and it's great, tons of fun. Um, as long as you don't get hit or get bitten by a lot of mosquitoes, which I will expand upon later. Um, yeah, tennis is one of those sports that is kind of just all over the place, I would like to say. Probably mostly in North America. Yeah, and in, in the suburbs, I'm sure you can find a lot of places yeah. to play. Same with like Europe and stuff. I mean, they got the Wimbledon. Wimbledon just ended yesterday. Now this podcast is dated, but that's uh, hey, this is timely. Then this is like super timely. Celebrating Wimbledon, yay! Yeah, I don't even throw, know who won. Throw the hashtag Wimbledon. <laughs> hashtag Wimbledon. Right, right, right. Uh, so tennis, like it's pretty fairly accessible. You just need some rackets, a tennis ball, and a court. And at least in kind of our area, there tend to be courts almost all over the place. If you have a local park or something. Uh, you can just kind of go by there, and then you can probably find a tennis court where you can play. And it's usually free. Yeah, which is fantastic. Oh. So, we went and played tennis. Um, it wasn't just me and you, Aria. We actually had our friends. There were five of us in total. Yep. That we went, and we went to go play tennis for the first time. Um, so, why don't you quickly talk about how that went <laughs> i was i was lucky that my dad actually had some rackets so i was able to provide the equipment uh, we only had one ball though so if you're playing for the first time and you're on a court where maybe there's like a forest beside it or something beware because the ball a few balls did go over the fence and we had to go like let's just say we lost a few in the forest and we came back with a few that probably weren't the same ones we lost yeah. Uh, I also did bring a ball. We brought three in total. I think we walked away with two. Yeah. <laughs> bare minimum. Bare minimum. Yeah. So that's one thing to keep in mind. First thing I noticed the first time playing is like the ball really flies further than you'd expect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like the racket, um, well, I play table tennis and I don't play any other racket sports. 
the the racket felt a little bit heavy in your hand compared to the other racket sports that I play and you'd expect like you need to really like put some force into it to move the ball because also the ball is heavier too but really no the ball like flies really easily it's more about like a subtle touch than you know driving yeah yeah i mean you know you just said how we had a bunch of balls fly into the forest well you could probably guess why now (laughs) yeah it was an issue of accuracy yes yes it's like um i think it's also important to mention that uh me and felix our other friend uh we had some tennis experience um i played when i was younger i went to like a golf and tennis camp so i learned how to play really i I couldn't tell yeah (laughs) never would have guessed and then felix said that he used to play all the time during the summer for like a couple years or something like that and then like i don't know did you come into this kind of not knowing how to play tennis at all or yeah well i knew the rules like the basic rules but no in terms of like technique and stuff i feel like you're like short guide where like you follow through on the thing and both hands on the, on the over. <laughs> that was actually really helpful was and it then pushing at the yeah those three tips actually helped a lot it okay. guided the yeah <laughs> so if you're a new person playing tennis um what were my three tips i think the first one was follow it's through. a full swing like you just got to go all the way through and follow through with the racket um the second one was like when you're doing your backhand uh, hold the racket with two hands because you get a little bit more power that way and more stability and So you don't you're not just swinging it air and just kind of going all over the place And then what was the third one and the third one was when you're on the top of the net and you just need to like tip it over Tip it over. It's just like a push. Oh, yeah It's like just a pushing like motion. you're like punching the ball with like your yeah, arm. really helpful. Yeah, it was you, a good, you're good start <laughs> Yeah, and I felt like we played actually on two days and like the second day we played I felt like uh, I could already see the improvement. So, oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Look at you getting better already. Yeah, But uh, yeah, like when you're playing tennis, I think it's important, especially if you're kind of like new to it. Um, Full swings, so important. And also just think of it like you're pushing the ball. You're not like, you're not trying to like intercept the ball or like hit the ball. You're just pushing the ball backwards. I think that's the best piece of advice I could probably give on that. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, practice makes perfect. So get up there and practice a bunch like we kind of did. Because as you mentioned, we played twice. Um, the first time we played was at like 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> yep. Luckily, the court had lights, which is important. Oh, so very important. Otherwise, you get a tennis ball to the face and it's not fun. Um, and one other thing. Hey, if you're playing this during summertime, bring some bug spray. <laughs> very important. Yes, yes. The mosquitoes were eating us alive. I think one of our friends got West Nile. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know like about Ryan, that. <laughs> Ryan was telling me that he, like his, his uh, bites... Yeah. They felt like burning. <laughs> well, that's not good. <laughs> and he felt like, out for and that. he said he felt like he had a headache after the next day and a sore throat. You know, okay. <laughs> but then he, they were also understanding Ryan. Is that not, could it just be in his head? It could very well be in yes. his head. So. <laughs> we'll but keep you updated. should probably get checked out for that because that's not good if you got West from playing tennis. Oh, yeah. Yikes. Um, yeah, and once again, when you go and play tennis, bring a lot of tennis balls, just in case. Also, too, like, if you hit the ball into the net or something, because we're not Wimbledon, and we don't have people who will run and go get the ball, um, it always helps to have a couple of balls just in your pocket. Yeah, it slows the game down, especially when you're a beginner, because it's a lot of stop and start when you're starting out. So, yeah, it helps to have extra balls. <laughs> you can never run out of balls. Um, so when we played tennis the first time, once again, it was at night and basically what we did was because there were five of us, we did a one V one and then one V two 
just to kind of like feel it out. And I think it's fair to say that we all had different like skill levels kind of going into this, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think in the end, it was probably like it probably would have been helpful if we had like a little bit more practice behind it because that way we could actually play instead of just kind of standing around and trying to remember how to do the basics or learn how to do the basics because um especially too with racket sports it can be a little bit tough sometimes to try and like learn how to play just on the go yeah the one drawback of like um racket sports is that you really it really i feel like it's enjoyable when you're playing with someone of a close uh, level of skill uh to you and if you're playing someone that's much better than you or much worse than you it can it really affects like how enjoyable it is that's the one thing i would say that's the one criticism of racket sports including like table tennis which is probably my second favorite sport (laughs) that's the one you love table tennis i really do yep um, yeah, I know. I definitely agree with that. Uh, it, otherwise it turns into just like, oh, I have to go run and get the ball. And that gets old really fast, especially when it's warm and humid outside and you're like, Jesus Christ, moving is sweaty. And not just that, when you see like moves that appear like simple to you and then you see like someone else mess it up, you're just like, come on, dude, like, yeah. you're ruining the momentum of the game. Yeah. And it's yeah. nice to get like a nice rally going. Exactly. Exactly. And it's also hard, especially too, with like a racket because it's for lack of better terms, like an extension of your body, right? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like hard to wrap your head around, especially if you haven't been like doing a lot of racket sports or haven't played tennis for the first time. It takes a bit to kind of get into the swing of it all and to be able to do things properly. Yeah. So, well, you weren't there for the uh, for the majority of the time, oh, the second, the second one, time yeah. we played, but there was a recurring theme. I feel like I was... I, I got awfully critical of two of our friends who, you know, were, were stopping the rallies. Um, and in retrospect, I think that's not a good approach to take when playing a sport like this, when people are starting out, because it could put them off to the whole thing entirely. Yeah. You got to be patient because you don't like, you know, the hand-eye coordination is not something that like everyone might have to the same degree. So yeah, definitely be patient if you're playing with other new people. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that really got under my skin actually is that when, when you play tennis, like you have to move your feet. Like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's the one thing I always like complained about when the rally would stop is because what I found was like sometimes our friends that were playing on the other team, they would not move their feet until the ball had already bounced once. And most, more often than not, it's already too late at that point. Yeah. Like yeah. you should be moving your feet as soon as the ball leaves the opponent's racket. I mean, the whole thing behind that is like, you want to make sure that when you're like, for lack of better terms, moving around, everything's going good and stuff like that. Um, you got to be moving because the court's big. Exactly. Positioning ski. You can't cover the whole court if you're not moving as early as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you always got to be the classic tennis ready position with two hands on the racket, um, bending knees and ready to run. I think we actually we've got a pretty good photo of our friend Felix doing that. And yeah, so the ready I'll, position. Yeah, we'll, we'll post that on the uh, WordPress. That's a. WordPress. Nope. Friends do stuff. WordPress.com. I almost forgot it. And that would have been super embarrassing, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, like it's really important to be, um, always ready to run, especially too, because this is, this is something that like you got to move for. You can't just like, yeah, that's it. what I mean. And what annoyed me, was like, it's not really an issue of skill at that point. It's just being lazy. If you're not moving your feet, it's not like, it's not really a skill at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I can <laughs> so, get behind that. Um, yeah. So Beyond that, like, how did tennis go when I wasn't there? Because it was two on two, right? 
Yeah, so what we did is we did like the three sets for a game, so best two out of three, and then we sw- switched the teams around, so we did every possible combination with the four of us. Um, and that really, well, we found out like what the hierarchy really was like. But I think um, we also played with faults on the serves, so that kind of helped. Okay. I feel like learning how to serve is so crucial like to get yeah. something going. So, yeah, uh, yeah we, at least we got a lot of practice doing that, and I think we... Like most of us can do a proper serve now. That's good. That's uh, good. <laughs> one of the common mistakes I found was um, when doing the overhand serve, uh, like two of our friends would always like throw the ball ahead of them and then like kind of lean forward to hit it and that put them off balance. Yeah. I yeah. believe what you're supposed to do is throw it above your head so that you're not like you're still on balance when you're following through. What I remember is like it's supposed to go like straight up yeah exactly and then you've got to keep your arm as straight as possible as you kind of do like a round motion yeah so there's like kind of throwing it in front of them and then like leaning forward to hit the ball which put them off balance and obviously the swing didn't go well so yeah. that's one of the things i noticed but yeah learning the serve is key so we got a lot of practice doing that uh we played during the day so uh, <laughs> hey you could see the ball you could see the ball because of court we played on the second time didn't have lights but we could see the ball and there were no mosquitoes which was really good nice. uh, so i think ideal time was around like 7 p.m 8 p.m to go and play yep uh this is also summertime because like you know if it's winter <laughs> You're not going to be playing outside. Probably look up how to go inside like a tennis center or something like that. Maybe yeah, indoor tennis court. They exist. Okay. Um, yeah, so let's just get into our questions then. Is this an activity that you would do alone, on a date, or with a group of friends? Alone, probably not because... Yep, you can't really play alone. Unless, well, you could get one of those machines that just shoots the balls at you in practice. Oh, yeah. But as a beginner, I don't think that's a good place to start. Yeah. Uh, and also for a date, I think you should only play if you both know how to play or are yeah. both at the same level like yeah. i said yeah if you're both at the same level sure but if one of you is really good and one of you is beginning it's probably not, not going to be the most fun time yeah. unless I, the other person's teaching you and you have like maybe some other people around to like play yeah. but i definitely agree with the whole like you know play with people who are kind of on your skill set or be ready to kind of like you know like if you're more experienced be ready to just kind of like take that role as kind of like okay i'm going to be like helping them learn how to play and just like practice so we can Keep it simple type thing, right? Yeah. Um, based on cost, is it worth it? It was free and it was definitely worth it. I want to do it again. We've already done it again. This is the first activity where we've done it twice <laughs> already before recording. So. That's true. That's true. That's true. But let me just quickly look up how much a tennis racket costs. Oh, yeah. That's probably we can kind of get You're a complete on. beginner. I'm assuming yeah. you don't have the equipment. Okay. So a tennis racket you can get by for 30 Canadian dollars. So mm-hmm. It's probably cheaper in the States. Um, and that's also on Amazon, so that's always good. And then for just like uh, tennis balls, those are really cheap. They're only about, wait, what? Oh, that's a four pack. Okay. It was like $23. And I'm like, for three tennis balls? No, it's it's a four pack of three. So that's like 12 tennis balls. Oh, that's pretty good. And they're probably like that's the really nice good. ones. Yeah, so that's good. And like buying grip and stuff is pretty cheap as well. So with all those costs in mind, still worth it? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and I think like, I don't know if... The last episode we did, we talked like one of the previous episodes, we talked about biking uh, while traveling. And I feel like we're getting into this theme of like uh, ch- cheap ways to get exercise <laughs> and fun ways to get exercise. And tennis is definitely up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely it's accessible. Cheap. It's fun. You get fresh air uh, and it's affordable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say we could probably lump trampolining in that. But at the same time, that kind of was expensive when it comes down to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I feel like 
it takes a lot longer to get bored of tennis than it does trampoline, in my personal opinion. I would agree. Yeah, because then there's a little bit more competition in it, right? Yeah. So that's always good. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess I should speak on if I think it's worth the cost. Um, it's one of those things that I think that if you're just like, okay, I want to learn how to play tennis, or maybe you learned a long time ago and then you're like, oh, I can get back into it. You got to go for it. If um, The only way this is going to be like worth the quote-unquote cost is... Well, especially, too, I'm also taking from the uh, viewpoint of somebody who's, like, trying to save their money and stuff like that, right? You gotta be, you gotta be into it, I think. That's, that's the only way it'll be worth the cost of, like, you know, you buy a racket or you buy a bunch of tennis balls, and if they just sit in your basement the entire time, then, you know, was it worth it? No. But if you make sure that, like, oh, this is something I want to play, I've got a friend who wants to play it as well, then 100% worth the cost. It's fairly cheap when it comes down to it. And so it's something to do. We definitely recommend doing it. Yeah, and I would agree. Like, in t- like you know, the way things go nowadays, like you have to put a time aside with your friends and like go out and play. You yeah. can't if you're uh, flaky on those plans, then it's not going to be worth it to buy the equipment, and you might end up only playing like once or twice the whole summer, which yeah. is you know not good. Okay, so how could this be improved upon? The sport of tennis. Well, I mean, hmm. maybe not just this. <laughs> Let's start with point A. Why do they wear such short shorts? Like the guys, come on, guys. No, I'm kidding. But it's for mobility, right? Yes, yeah, so you got to be able to move legs. Hey, remember that funny video of the tennis guy you showed me? Which one? Uh, the. Oh yes, we should include that in our. In, uh, we should include that on the on the Twitter. I got a good joke for that. Okay, okay it's gonna be okay. Yeah, so check out our Twitter at Fred's Do Stuff. LOL, you're gonna see that. That's this is a professional tennis player. Um, and he got hit with a very hefty fine for some. Uh, what would you even call that? Profane, some unprofessional. Obscene? Some, I don't know. Yeah, an obscene, obscene gesture. Yes, yes, it's pretty funny. But it was at like a professional te- tennis game, which is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think not just necessarily like the sport of tennis, but like going to play tennis with your friends. Um, here, like I'll give you an example. It'd be nice if the tennis courts were better laid. <laughs> Just in general, because the one that we went to uh, yesterday was just the second time, because I came like at the very end, the sun was already setting, and it was like really, really, really hard to see where the tennis ball was. Yep. I think, yeah, if you want more people to play, given that most tennis courts only have like two courts anyway, and we didn't really run into the issue of like having to share um, court time with other players. Yeah. But I feel like if, yeah, if you have lights, you extend it to more hours and more people will have more time to play. Yeah. I definitely agree. Um, also, having some sort of way to kind of know where the tennis courts nearby are, because the only way that we kind of did it was just like, I know this one over here, and then we went, or I had to like Google it. Like I couldn't think of one off of the top of my head to be able to go to, because the only ones that are kind of like, ooh, tennis center, are the like indoor tennis centers, which you know you got to pay to rent court space and stuff like that for a minimum amount of time. Yeah. Which is fine, but at the same time, like this is just like we're not good tennis players by any means. We're just going to have some fun, play some tennis, you know, keep it keep it simple for lack of better terms. Yeah, it would be nice to have a like uh, a list of like mm-hmm. the tennis uh, courts in the area. Yeah, or maybe just like if they like labeled the parks like oh tennis court here or you know like baseball diamond here. Regardless of the sport, like mm-hmm. just in general, it'd be better if we kind of knew more what's up. And you know that might be totally our fault, but I think they could do they could do a little bit more advertising on that front. Yeah. Okay. Would you come back? 
I think this is pretty I'm self-explanatory. Going to, I'm going to. We better. I don't want to be like a so. hypocrite and say, oh, yeah, yeah we want, we only did it twice the whole summer. Yeah. Well, we can totally do the one that's close by to our place because that's like, oh, yeah, that has the lights. It has lights, yeah. Yeah, and the lights turned off at like 1130. So like. Oh, yeah, I'm go. definitely down. Let me know. Yeah. I want to get better. Like, okay. It's, yeah, let's get better then. And it's kind of like once, I think once you get into a steady, like um, once the games get going and the rallies last a bit longer, it actually is like a lot more exercise. In the beginning, it is a very stop and start, but you will actually, I'm sure you could do some serious calorie burning once the games get oh, more intense. Oh, man, you sweat. Bring some water. You sweat. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I just said, hey, let's go play tennis again. So clearly, yes, I think it's pretty clear that both of us would go back. We've got the equipment. It's not too hard. Once again, um, with the court that has the lights on late at night, well, I say late at night, but that's like 1130, like we could definitely go and play after hours when there's less people around because I think that's probably the best time that, you know, two beginners can go to the court and not feel super embarrassed while playing. And not be judged. Yes. Next to like some, I don't know, some pro US championship tennis players just like why is he living in a room <laughs> i don't know man whatever but no i think in general i don't know I, we haven't played enough to say for certain but i feel like in general the tennis culture isn't very judgy like if you're playing beside someone who's absolutely trash the one will say a word to you probably but like it's also too like you don't want like the ball to fly over into the other person's yeah, court yeah. like you know that's just kind of like yeah but i get it though it's like Comfort. tennis it's tennis how can you be really think about it like yeah yeah, yeah arrogant right. about it <laughs> yeah i think it's the whole thing of like the ball flying around or like the loud obscene uh, loud obscene profanity if you use profanity when you miss this hit or if you got a hit and you just scream out loud yeah oh like, yeah you know, like, yeah if your friends do that kind of give them a warning beforehand especially yeah, like, if you're playing at nighttime like you're probably in a neighborhood so like, yeah be like, mindful <laughs> you know you gotta you gotta respect the way that you're around uh okay so overall was it worth it last thoughts on playing tennis yeah something came into my mind actually during that last section not really related to what you asked okay. but what's with the really like every professional player like the grunting for every hit is that really necessary? I don't know. Does it help? I don't know. Okay, next time we go play tennis, we're going to grunt, and we'll see if our game agrees. Can you look into that, actually? Like, so Yahoo Answers or something? Like, Well, Yahoo Answers isn't going to be the best, but yeah, I can look into it. Because, yeah, that's very, like, commonplace. It's almost like a meme. Sometimes described as shrieking or screaming made by some players while hitting their shots. It is prominent in both men and women's tennis. Many players and spectators find it to be distracting, or obnoxious above a certain sound level. Uh, so there you go. <laughs> What's Apparently, the decibel level exactly? I don't want to be obnoxious. I want to be professional, but I don't want to be obnoxious. You know, I don't know if we're going to be able to find that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It's really funny the way that was written. Though. Oh, hold on. Here's an article. Why do tennis players grunt? Because it works. Um, oh, they have stats on it, eh? No, this is just one of those like blog post articles. Never mind. All right. Well, oh, that would actually be really interesting. You look at professional players that grunt and those that don't, and you compare their and success just run like level. a statistics. And thing. you could do in, in a between subjects design and a within subjects design <laughs> to see like, is it actually make a significant difference? Jeez, I just. Well, we yeah. once again we can go and we can test this. We'll grunt next time we play, and we'll see if it makes it better. I feel like there's not a lot of scientific merit, but we can try. Yes, and we'll, yes, we'll, we can uh, run experiments. Yeah, we can run our experiments, <laughs> yeah. even though it's not double blind or yep. blind at all. Yeah, whatever. That's okay, because you know what? We'll uh, go there, and then you're gonna hear a lot of oh every time I hit uh, the ball. <laughs> that's not how I grunt. That's more of like a moan. <laughs> oh. Let's not get let's not get into that. <laughs> I'm out of that for a little bit of a meme. 
Okay, uh, yeah, so I think that just about wraps up this episode of Friends Do Stuff, where we went and we played some tennis. I don't know why my voice just went like that. Hey, we try and keep it fun here. Uh, time to do all of our uh, housekeeping items. Um, so, once again, like I mentioned earlier, if you want to see the tennis ready position or a couple of photos of us playing tennis at nighttime in the dark, well, it's lit, so you can actually kind of see us a little bit, uh, that will be friendsdostuff.wordpress.com. Once again, we've got all the old episodes on there. You can go see old photos from some of them. Some of them don't have too many photos because we're not great at documenting things, but some of them have some pretty sweet photos. And so. yeah, if you're looking for other, if tennis is not your thing and you're looking for some other things to do this summer, then you've got a whole list. Yeah. You know what? Our show is basically like the beginning to Phineas and Ferb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, okay, not summer vacation, but like we're doing stuff during the summer, which is what basically Phineas and Ferb did. Yep. Okay. Well, there you go. Friendsdostuff.wordpress.com. Go give it a check out. It'll be fantastic. Um, otherwise, what other social media? Uh, at Friends Do Stuff. That's us on Twitter. Um, we're going to post a funny, funny video of a recent tennis thing that happened. Um, and you can follow all of our updates on there. We're going to try and do, like, while well, we're doing the activity, to actually tweet about it. So that way you get a little bit of a sneak preview. Um, so go on Twitter and follow us at Friends Do Stuff. And to give our lovely shout out for the week, um, this is my friend who finally followed us back. Uh, this is our friend Colleen, or my friend Colleen. And she's at Blue Banana Split. I almost said that wrong. But her account is locked, so I don't know if she's going to let you follow her if you give her a follow anyways. But hey, if you want to be mentioned here, you want some more followers, or you want to be like, hey, oh, look, these guys follow me. Although we hardly have any followers. Uh <laughs> got to go. I started uh, um, making some comments on local news. Well, not local. News stories. <laughs> Wait, we're going to comment on local news stories? Yeah, it's, it's like uh, uh, jokes that didn't make it. Oh, right, 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 right. You <laughs> want to do that with her Twitter account. But give us a follow at Friends Do Stuff, and we'll make sure to give you a shout out on the show. It'll be great. And keep updated with news. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Look, so, uh, current two news. birds and one stuff. We <laughs> have guess. an article about a jaguar escaping from an enclosure and killing six animals what in an fuck? American zoo. Yeah. Oh, my God. So you can find out about stuff like that on our Twitter now. Yeah, so Multi-purpose. You know, follow us on Twitter then, at Friends Do Stuff. Uh, if you have a question for us, you can email us at friendsdostuffcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want us to answer a question, then uh, email us a question, and we'll get back to you with an answer on this podcast. I realized how many times I was saying, like, oh, well, that's your question. And then we'll get back to you with an answer. And I was like, wow, I'm going in circles. But that's totally okay. Um, I think I covered everything, right? Yep. Nice. Till the next time. Where, where were you going with that? <laughs> I was hoping you'd go. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that didn't quite work out. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, once again, we will see you next week on Friends Do Stuff. Who knows what we're going to be doing? I don't, but that's okay. We'll figure it out. I'm your good, good friend, Marcus. And I'm your tennis learning friend, Arya. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you.